podcast to Adam Hunter. I'm here with the great Terrence McKinney, dude who's like, last fight lasted five seconds, yet, and everyone's going nuts, but when I finish in five seconds, my wife complains. She says, what is this bullshit? I didn't sign up for this. Uh, you are a monster, man. Um, congrats on all your success. How are you, man? I'm doing great, brother. A little sore, a little tired, but we're doing good. Now, you, you, you train out of uh, Washington? Yeah, I trained that warrior camp. Are you now? You were? Are you with Rick Little, Sick Jitsu? Yeah, I was with him before this year. Oh, okay. So you, you like left Rick? Yeah. Oh, oh. All right. We'll we'll uh, move on from that. Okay. So you're at Warrior Camp. Uh, you're kicking ass, man. And how do you feel, man? How's uh? Are you like still buzzing? Are you are you still happy? I mean, how? Talk to me since since your last what five second knockout. I'm chilling now. Um, I was. I try to put it. It's just like one match at a time. Like I wrestled with like in college. I wrestled at tournaments. You know, this is just like one of the stepping stones. Like put, basically putting like a bracket on my head, and I'm just trying to climb up the rankings till I get the belt. You think people are underestimating you because it's like you finished three guys in less than 20 seconds? Are they just like, nah, he doesn't hit that hard. I could take one of his punches. I mean, like, why are people not moving their head? <laughs> I, I don't think I give enough time. Uh, you think it's also because like your southpaw, so they like aren't expecting it. Yeah, and I feel like at this weight class, I feel like I got my speeds way beyond theirs at this weight class. Also, a lot of people, I feel like in MMA, they throw wide punches, and you just throw straights. I mean, they're just like it's like a perfect boxing punch. It's like, that's like exactly how they teach you in, in boxing class, just a straight fucking punch. Yeah, I'm all about staying, throwing straight down the pipe. Because, like, if you do that, you can beat the punch. You can beat yeah. the kick. But, like, it's all we've, we've been drilling. How's your leg? I'm doing good. I can dance on it now. I should be training full time on Monday. So, I mean, how many people called you up and said, what, the, what are you doing, bro? That, like, <laughs> did uh, a lot of people were checking up on my knee. A lot of people just asked about the knee, but... Yeah, I'm doing good. So it wasn't ACL tear or MCL, nothing like that? No tear. Everything's just attached. Uh, the results came back, and I just strained my uh, calf muscle and uh, behind my knee, some stuff behind there. Now you have a nose ring in. You came from training. You came with with, with the nose ring and the, and the earrings in, or, or no? Nah, I keep my nose ring in, though. Really, you're not worried about it getting ripped out or, or like it going through no. nothing? I trust my head movement tremendously. 
Oh, that's actually pretty smart. You know, you, you should get two of them. That way, you definitely don't do it. That's actually that's a good. Uh, what are you doing? Are you playing video games right now? <laughs> How much weed did you smoke for this interview? None. I just woke up from. A, I just woke up because I've been training, so I'm pretty much tired as hell. Oh, okay, cool. Now I was yeah. going through your backstory, man. Like you've had a crazy life. So t talk to me a little bit. So you grew up in Washington? Uh, no, but uh, pretty much though. I came down here when I was like in the fifth or sixth grade. From where? From Germany, Frankensburg. Uh, I was born in Chicago, and then we stayed in Alabama, Linesville, and then Atlanta, Georgia for a little bit. So you were a, a military kid? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Dad, Army, Navy? Marilla. No, my mom My mom was in the Army. And your dad? I don't know who my dad is. The, oh. my, my stepdad was in the Army at the time. Okay. So your mom and stepdad they like got together. They met in the Army? Yeah. You're not supposed to do that. You know, you're not supposed to do that, right? That's like... <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's how I got to Washington, Bill. Okay. Got it. You got to Washington. Your parents... You never knew you don't you don't know your dad. I don't know my mom, so I could probably I could relate a little bit. Um, I, I she left when I was three. Your parents got together. They're in the military. You're traveling, traveling, traveling. And at what age did they start your wrestling? Um, I tried wrestling one time in fifth grade, uh, and then I tried it one more time in eighth grade, and then like I I fell in love with it in high school. High school. So you wrestled in Washington. Were you any good? Did you place in states? Yeah, I ended up uh, taking third in my uh, sophomore year and then first twice. Wow, first in state twice. Yeah. That's good. I was actually first in uh, New England prep school four times. But that's still good for you. Good for you. That's actually okay. That's I love eating That's tight. So uh, this is this is before you were even, I mean, way before. You were. So, okay, so your first twice in state. Then you went and you got a college scholarship? Yes, sir. To where? I ended up going to North Idaho College, and I was ranked number one in the nation there as a freshman. Wow. Uh, and then I went to, uh, then I went to Shadow State College, uh, D two, and then I ended up being I redshirted, and then I was ranked number two in the nation there. Wow. Now, did you actually win the nationals, or you were just ranked that? Uh, I was doing a lot of smart stuff, but. All-American one time, but I was a Philo National All-American as well. Wow, that's that's really good. So you were so you were a good college wrestler, but you were now the first one in North Idaho. You were ranked number one. That's what D two, D three, junior college, and then I went to Notre Dame College. Got it. So you so your grades weren't great. Well, they're decent. Not the stay eligible some years <laughs> got it now now i read that you partied you were doing drugs you were like taking what lsd yes yeah, rooms and acid at night i was 19 19 so you're what sophomore in college this is at, what in idaho yeah no this happened in spokane and watch oh so you were at like you're back like a party at home yeah you're taking you're taking shrooms taking acid and the cops came and tased you twice? Yeah. Like, what? Like, because they just said that in the UFC.com website, but it didn't tell you, like, why they tased you or, like, what happened? Like, what was – how did that happen? Well, I I, uh, I started tripping really bad. I did, like, $3,000 worth of damage to the girl's house. And then, like, also, I was, like, punching cars and stuff. But originally, why I just saw it happen is because of my – 
body got shut down like and I fell through a window and I like, knocked myself out. Wow. Okay, so okay. So so you're tripping on acid, you're you you're punching someone's house, the person's probably flipping out. Now what are you, why are you punching are you, did you see goblins or why were you punching all the stuff in the house? Uh I think it's Mostly because like my body was just running like and my I was completely knocked out, so it was just running because of the drugs. Okay. So, so I wasn't really in my right mind, you know what I'm saying? Now, who gave you the the now was this like like the first time doing LSD and, and mushrooms? No, it, that vast quantity I took, yeah. Wow. Uh, hold on, I'm, I, I'm, I gotta hear this because I'm supposed to have an entry on me in five minutes. Five, eight, so to like uh, in, in in twenty minutes. All right. Um, okay, twenty minutes. All right. So okay. So you, so you're the first time taking acid, doing mushrooms, having an awful trip. Is it all white people? I feel like it's all white people here. <laughs> Pretty much. So no, that was that wasn't my first time though. All right. So the cops come and they see this huge black dude who's a stage champ wrestler punching everyone's cars and then they tell you hey man relax calm down or they would taser first right away well no they tried to stay calm but then they, i was like bleeding out so they like had to like sedate so so me sedate so me uh so because so i was like hands are bleeding. You're, you're like hands are bleeding from punching everything yeah my and my face was bleeding from falling through the glass um, okay, and now are, are like girls are like Terrence, calm down. Are girls telling you to calm down? I feel like it's all they already they dipped out. They were scared. They so, were just, I was just by myself, and they were acting like they didn't know who I was. And so, oh, and so like this crazy black guy jumping to our house. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that is some bullshit. Did yeah, they say, for real. Did we gave you the, the mushrooms? Did they say we gave it to him or no? Obviously not. Nah, they're like we don't know what drugs he's taking. So the cops uh, tase you. And you're on the ground, just whatever. And you were pronounced dead. Well, I ended up dying two times in the uh, ambulance. Oh my God! How now? How do you? So you die, you come back to life, then die again? Yeah, heart stopped two times. Wow. Now, when when you, when you die, did you see angels and and like what what was death like? Uh, when I remember going to heaven, and then like that was like the last thing I remember. Then I woke up the next day. What was, what, was, what was heaven like? Was it all just like naked chicks blowing you? <laughs> nah. <laughs> it was just like, just like, just imagine like the most prettiest beach you've ever been to in your life. The most beautiful creature? Beach. Beach. Oh, the heaven was a beach. Wow. Wow. All right. So that you're, at, you're on the beach and you're getting sun. And are there people there or like just you? It was just me. I'm like, I was like a super being. So you were a super being on the Now, did you go, you go in the ocean? Did you swim or surf or, or no? No, nah, I was just looking at like pretty much the whole place. It was crazy. And no chicks anywhere? Because I, I kind of get, I mean, I feel like that's like castaway. And that, 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 <laughs> that might kind of suck. You're stuck on a fucking beach. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then you wake up and you're in the hospital? Yeah. Uh, I'm tripping so bad, like, and I like, I I saw the cops, and I was like, I didn't, I, I knew they were gonna try to take me to jail the next day, so I like snuck out the hospital. I was like, it felt like 007, like I could move so quiet. I was focused, and I like snuck out there, did like a couple army crawls, couple rolls, couple hidden, couple people's room from the hospital. <laughs> 
So you're in yeah. the hospital. And then I find you're, in, you're in the hospital. You're still bagged up. You're in like, you have stuff all over your face. And now you're hiding from the cops. Yeah, I sneak, I sneak out to the hospital and go home. Oh, you, you went home? Yeah. Now, are people, and are people that are in the hospital and you're in their room, are they like screaming that some like huge black dudes in their room? Uh, or, or, or no? No, I was telling people being quiet. They're 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 being real ones, and then like I just they're, they're, they're helping you escape. Like I hiding, and then like I put on like a different outfit. Then like took a, and then I like took a wheelchair out the front uh, door. Okay, wow, this is like a movie. Like did you dress like a do- did you dress like a doctor or no? Nobody. It was just some random patients' clothes I had. And, and nobody like, said, like, hey, where are you going? And with our wheelchair? They had a poop stand. No, because it looked like, I just made it look like it wasn't me. Like, they would have assumed I was walking. Got it. So you left yeah. in a wheelchair from the hospital. And then yeah. how did you, how'd you get home? I did. I walked for, like, hours. And you're still, you're still bleeding? No, I'm not bleeding anymore. Everything's wrapped up. You, everything's wrapped up. Now, you get home. Your parents, who are military people, must be thrilled. Oh no, my my mom was by herself at the time, but yeah, she was pissed. I was grounded the whole summer. <laughs> grounded? You didn't get arrested? God bless me. I I, I had this like divergent program, and I did. You used to do a diversion program? Yeah, I did two hundred forty hours of community service. Oh my God! Would we have to like divert from taking acid? I mean, that's like, that's what kind of fucking diversion program were you on? Uh, this is like I had to have clean UAs, and then like I had to take do like two hundred forty hours and like a couple hours with the police sharing my story, so that I I didn't go to jail and it didn't get on my record. That's crazy. That, all right, so now so now you now at that point you go back to college and wrestle. Yeah, and then that's why I ended up. I had like two good years at Shadow State, and I ended up being like ranked number two in the nation. Wow, that that's fucking. That is a crazy story. And then you, that was it. You're like, I'm sober. No more mushroom. No more LSD. Yeah, I was good off that. You, you still smoking weed once in a while? Uh, back in the day in college, but not anymore, really. Not anymore. No more weed. No more alcohol. You're like, okay. Now, did you have a girlfriend yeah. at the time? It just all it just all depends. Like maybe after a fight. <laughs> all right. So you still smoke a little, uh, but nothing. nothing. <laughs> oh, got it. Got it. Now then, not I- not right now. I haven't probably in like seven or eight nine months. Good, because you were when you were at Sick Jitsu, That was like American Bong Team. You had like uh, Kiesa and Sam Cecilia and. I think Cody, whatever the fuck that guy's name was, the guy in Alaska, and uh, Juliana Pena. I mean, there's some good, you know, I don't know if Juliana smoked the rest of them, but there's some good marijuana smokers at, at, at that team. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy that I went sober. Like, I've been doing so much better, to be honest. Like, yeah, I've okay. really seen a lot of success now. Like, it was hard, though, at first. I'm not going to lie. It was hard. It's hard to quit sometimes. But once I got it done, like, I don't even think about it anymore like that. Good for you, man. Now you're. Uh, I was looking at some of your fights, right? So, your your first fight, you fought a guy, uh, Armando Best, uh, and you beat the guy 
and twice in the first round. You fought him twice. Like your first and second fight was against the same guy. Um, yeah. Was there no one else in like the town or anything? Like, why do you only fight, keep fighting the same guy? Well, he thought it was a fluke, so you know, I was like, all right, we can do it again, brother. So I'd be, look, be looking like a little baby. So they'd be like, oh, maybe I just got he got lucky. Got it. Got it. Got it. And then you fought a guy named Tyron Henderson, who you beat, but then he beat you the fifth fight. You beat him the fourth fight. He beat you the fifth fight. But you're like, you're like knee gave out or something. No, I broke my leg against the silver style. Ah, uh, got it. So that so, yeah. so yeah. I don't really count that one. But no, so like, but your first five fights was against two of the same guys twice. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, they be thinking in fluke sometimes, so I let them get the rematch. I mean, they must know you're an all American wrestler though, and that you're two time state champion, and that you're like obviously people don't even actually know you're a grappler at all now, based on your last couple fights. Mm hmm. Not been working my hands so much. I put hours in like. That's probably what my new addiction is, like just training. Honestly, I might play video games here and there, but really I just I just hit mitts like all the time. I always do boxing now. How do you um improve your power? Because it seems like the la your last four fights have just been knocking everyone out. Um, what I do is like I how I've been increasing my power is just like doing a just a bunch of heavy bag work and I've been and I did like I do like with the medicine ball, like chuck it at the wall, and then like I work on just like recoiling my punch back faster than I threw it, and that adds like tremendous punching power to your punch. By the way, your dad is the one who told me that like you were you, you were sleeping. Your dad was on your, your Twitter account. I thought I was talking yeah. to you. Am I talking to you or your dad? You guys share a Twitter. You're talking to my dad. He he has on me. I was like, yeah, I was asleep. I trained and I slumped. I slumped hard. I totally forgot, man. So that's my bad. So the whole time I've been talking to your dad the last couple, the last week? You no, know, sometimes. It just all depends. Like, yeah. So how do you know if there's like a chick? Are you, are you single or no? I mean, pretty much, yeah. I'm single. Oh, I'm sure your girl loves that. Now, how do you know <laughs> you're not sending naked pictures to your dad? Uh, I send it to him. No, no, I'm saying someone thinks they're talking to you, but your dad's on your on your Twitter account. What if it's a girl who's like, hey, you like my tits or something? Like, Then your dad looks at it? <laughs> I think he'll look at those, but like, if it's like an important one, he, and if I can't get to it, he'll apply. Uh -oh. Got it. Yeah. I, I was going to say, that, 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 that's a lot of, you have a lot of trust in your dad. A lot of trust. Um, <laughs> now, you finally got the call to the contender. You were up there, you got there, you were doing great, and then you lost by a flying knee. Uh, was that something that just was like, how do you come back from that? Um, like, I wrestled before, so, like, I, I know what a loss feels like, and, and I know what it takes to bounce back, you know. If you, if you dwell on it too much, then you let the loss define you, you know. It's going to eat you alive, so I just, like I said, you win or you learn. That's how I feel, so. I just went back to the drawing board. I knew what I had to work on. Well, it was crazy. So then, then, then you lost again after that. At that, uh, the next fight, you lost to Derek Minner. At that point, were you thinking about hanging it up? Uh, no, because those were just unnecessary losses. Me trying to be a macho, tough guy, being <laughs> cocky. Like, cause I was supposed to have surgery during the contingency because, like, during that training camp, like a lot of people don't know, like. 
I fractured above my shoulder and tore my labrum. Damn. And I fought. I couldn't even really freeze during a naked choke that fight. And the next fight, I thought it was better, but yeah, I went out of socket when he pulled my arm in for the triangle. And I couldn't even like extend my body to fight the triangle, move my arm. It was just tingling. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. My mom, my mom told me not to take that fight, too. I just needed money, though. I thought I could still get him. Are you living by yourself now? Uh, yeah, fine. I got my own place, like, um, I would say December or yeah. November. Yeah. Now, are, a lot, are you getting a lot more attention from women now because you got the 50 grand, you're in the UFC, you're a stud? Are women hitting you up? Uh, I, don't, I don't try to focus on girls too much because, like, that's, that's where people mess up at, man. I, I know, but I can tell that you're not that strong when it comes to saying no. You seem like the kind of guy that, like, you, you'll say no, and then you'll be like, all right, come over. Next you know, the girl moves in. It's four days later. You can't get rid of her. Uh, is that, does that happen a lot? I feel like that happens a lot to you. I'm a nice guy, yeah, that's for sure. I mean, how do you get the girls to leave? <laughs> nah, I just would just ghost them, if anything. Oh, that's, that's good. All right, uh, you have to sometimes. No, uh, I'll try. I, and I'm very, very communicative with my words, so. Like, you have I'm a type? You for, like white girls, black girls, Mexican girls? Asian you know, girls. I really don't discriminate, you know? A pretty yeah. girl is a pretty girl in my eyes. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I've never, I, I've never, I'm just like, you know, whatever catches my eye. I'm, I'm married now, so I have to be, I have to be somewhat discriminatory. I can't, you know. I gotta, <laughs> but before, before that, as long as like, and it's weird. Like you find out sometimes that like you think a girl's going to be great in bed and she's not. She lays there. And then that nerdy girl with the glasses is a fucking freak. Am I right? Yeah. You know, it's like, it's always a toss up, huh? Always a toss up. Always a toss up. <laughs> But but sometimes, yeah. You know, do you do you get annoyed sometimes when girls gotta try to give you fighting advice? Um, no, I don't really. I I like if if it's good advice. Like sometimes people who don't fight sometimes give the best advice for fighting, which is weird, you know. Really? Yeah. Like what? Like I don't know. Like it's just like sometimes they see something that we're not looking for, you know. Wow. I don't know, man. Like. Sometimes with comedy, someone tried to tell me advice on my jokes. I'm just like, leave me the fuck alone, you know? Uh, <laughs> but you're right. I mean, that, that's crazy. What, what's the best advice someone gave you that you would like came out of left field? Um, they're like this. They're like, they seen me throw hands before. They said, you should just start throwing hands all, at all times. And then, <laughs> and then I just start doing it. I was like, all right, bro, I got it on you. I'm going to throw hands all you. And then my coach told me the same things. I find just like, all right, like, all right, bet. If they were telling me this, it must be true. So I was like, I'm gonna believe and trust him. My coach and what people were saying, and I started getting the results. Now, now that everyone's like on your dick because you're knocking everybody out, and everyone's like, is there, are you? Please don't fall into that category of like he was a great wrestler and grappler, but he just liked throwing hands, and now he's just head hunting, and you're not kind of you know, using all your skills. Is there a fear in that? Uh, not at all. Like, I have national uh, All-Americans come to the gym wrestling me all the time. Like, I, I keep the wrestling sharp still. Because just in case someone does have better hands or I get caught, it's nice to have that in the back of my back of my pocket. But really, I'm only trying to get knockouts all year. That's, that's where you get the bucks at, so... 
And like my main goal is to get as much money as possible so I can take care of my family, have generational wealth. So if that's the people love knockoffs, that's what they're going to get. Do you have kids? No. Oh, good. I mean, not good. For, I mean, good, eventually you're going to want kids, all right? Um, not for a while. What do, you, what, do you, what do you think of Nick Cannon? He has seven kids now. He had four this year. Yeah, he's a, he's a busy dude. <laughs> he gets you excited, I guess. But I mean, I have one child, and it is it takes an army to raise it. I can't imagine having seven. I know he has money, but you can't just throw money at kids. Yeah, to. I'm trying to have two, and that's it tops. Were you pissed at your dad for not being around? Uh, not at all. I ended up forgetting him, but it it took time, you know. I think God helped me grow a lot mentally. How did you forgive him? Um, it's just cause like I don't I don't know what his life looked like. I don't know what he was going to, you know. And you know, maybe maybe everything has a reason. Maybe he really couldn't handle it. It would have been a bad situation that might not grow up the same, you know. So I'm kind of I'm kind of happy he did. Like I got to meet. The stepdad that got me into wrestling, like, none of that would happen if I would end up staying with my dad. And, like, what if I liked my dad more? I told him I'm going to stay with him. Like, things just could have been a lot different. Yeah, but you bring a kid into the world, you have a responsibility to take care of that kid. Uh, that's really Yeah, I agree. Cool, but, man. I agree with that. I mean, that's really big of you. And you're lucky, though. You're right, man. That's a, that's a cool stepdad. Because your stepdad realized, my kid's angry. My kid's powerful. He needs something. Uh, and I don't know, did you, did you step that wrestle himself? Yeah, he wrestled, in, he wrestled in high school, but he wasn't the best, but he still did good. My, my stepdad name was Ross McClure. He, like, he definitely got me into wrestling and me do it. Like, he's the one who told me to do it, and I was like, all right, fine. I ended up loving it. I can't believe you quit. You're great. But Why listen, my freshman year, no, listen to me, I, I sucked my freshman year. I think I was like 0 and 12. I was about to quit, and not my coach talking back into staying, and then I end up taking off. Like I got way better out of nowhere. Like it's because I started becoming obsessed. And I'm once once I start liking something, I think about it all the time. Like once I learn something, I'll never forget it. And like like by the time like I pretty much didn't know anything really about wrestling, and then I end up making it almost to state at the end of the year. I tell you what, you know I. I don't know if people are going to say that like I'm being prejudiced or racist or stereotyping, whatever, but as a wrestling coach, right, usually football ends. And then we got a lot of black kids that join the team. And they're always, not always, but a lot of times they're more athletic than the white kids, like right away. And it's frustrating for the white kids because they're like, we've been here all year and now we're just getting fucking blast doubled across the fucking, you know, mat, you know, because <laughs> it's, also, it's also middle school. The hard part sometimes is, is the parents being around to take them to all the matches put them in some mm. camps because they're working or they got other stuff going on. You know, that's the hard part. Like I've literally had to sometimes like, there was a kid, Justin, who was, had so much potential. I came to his house and take him to practice at eight in the morning. And then he, and I'd see him look through the blinders and then not open. So I came, I walked in his house and got him out of bed and he was like, you can't do that. It's against the law. I'm like, go, we're going, we're going to practice. And then, and then his mom called me and thanked me. Uh, but a lot of times it, it's actually hard. It's hard to get the, the parents to like, cause it's wrestling camps and there's tournaments and there's all kinds of shit that sometimes the people with money have a little bit more of a opportunity to be around, you know, not that yeah, exactly. they have money, but, some, but sometimes they don't, you know? So, yeah, that's true. 
you know, but uh, I thought I like love it. I mean, the funniest is like there was one kid on the team who I'm like, all right, just football tackle him. Uh, every time I'm like, because he, he didn't know any moves. It was the first day. I go, I go, and he got a three point stance and just tackled the kid. I go, all right, let him up. And then he goes, all right, I go, I right, do it again. And then he ran up to score like, you know, 19, 18 to nine. And then he was like, I don't have to learn any more moves, right? I'm like, no, no, we, this, is, this is only going to happen. <laughs> this is not gonna, you're not going to find that many kids that you can just football tackle and take down. <laughs> Keep doing it. That's funny as hell. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, no, um, it's, uh, I, like, I, like, love it, though. I, I actually, I love wrestling as a sport because also, like, it doesn't take that much commit. I mean, it takes commitment, but you see, you see another body and a mat. You don't need fucking hockey pads and a hockey rink and – sign up for a time. You don't need a golf club and, and find up for tea time. It's just, it's the, it's the most basic primitive sport, but also the best. Yeah. And uh, it's so good for actually creating a bond with like Justin bros. Like yeah. that's probably some of the greatest, my, my greatest memory were uh, back in the day, Western high school. I loved it. But you must've had a good coach, man, because your coach, if you went 0-20 your freshman year and you're about to quit, he must have really saw something in you. He must have known that, like, hey, this kid's got natural talent. He's probably losing on technique or just doing stupid things and putting himself in bad situations. But if he could just correct that, he's going to be good, which you could see all the time. I mean, you could see that all the time. And I remember when Brock Lesnar came into the UFC, he lost in a minute and a half to Frank Mir. But Rampage said to Dana White, this guy's going to be champ one day. You know, um, which is like hard. It's like when you see somebody lose, but you're like, oh, the kid's going to – it's just he only lost because he got caught in this, you know. So you, you must have had a pretty good coach to actually spot that. Yeah. That was my favorite coach, John Howard. He was the man. That's cool. That's really cool. So, you know, I also heard that you also didn't like in the beginning talking about you being arrested – or not, or not going to the hospital and dying. You were embarrassed about it. But now, but now you think you could help people. Yeah. It is crazy how it all goes hand in hand, you know? It always be like that. Like, something like, it's just crazy. Like, God made it into a blessing. Like, I I really, I remember used to hate talking about it because I was feeling bears for myself being out there like that. Nah, fuck that. It's amazing. And I, I just yeah. think that you did LSD, you fucking psychopath. Uh, <laughs> but, but listen, Terrence, man, uh, we got Andrea Lee on the show. I just want to thank you for coming on, man. Uh, I'm 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 a huge fan. Keep it up, bro. And when you're the champion, please don't ghost me. All right. Remember, nah, well, I got you, brother. You're a cool, dude. I, I enjoyed talking to you, man. Straight up. Thank you. And Andrew Lee, you know you know Terrence McKinney. Yeah, I've seen him fight. Pretty there impressive, right? Five seconds. Two finishes. So impressive. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want to get me. I want to get me a finish. You know, in like five seconds, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Oh yeah, hell yeah. Well, uh, look, if, if me and you were single, I could finish in five seconds. Anyway, listen, uh, <laughs> you're you're amazing. Uh, I'll talk to you soon, brother. All right, stay blessed, you guys. Take care. Later. That was Terrence. Andrew Lee, how are you? What's going on? Doing good. Sorry, I've been cleaning and I just lost track of time, so I just not saw my time on my phone. So. No, it's all good. <laughs> you look great, by the way. Uh, Thank you. Are, are you home? Are you where are you? I'm at home. Are you in Texas or are you in, are you in uh, Orleans? Louisiana. Louisiana. Now, is that mm-hmm. where you're – why do I always think you're from Texas? Because I am from Texas. I was born and raised there, but then I moved to Louisiana, and I you know, live here now. So. Okay. So you have, you have a house in Louisiana. Yes. Uh, now, are you like the, the, the local celebrity? Do people, do people you, you go out and people point to you 
they're like, that's the fighter. And I, I guess, yeah, sometimes, you know, I do, ca I do catch that a little bit, you know, or I get people who just, you know, want to come up and get photos and stuff. I mean, it's, it doesn't happen all the time, but I mean, it, it, it happens. <laughs> by, the, by the way, thanks for coming to my show a couple of times. You came in Vegas, super sweet. I've always been like, uh, by the way, and, and you look jacked. You have that like thing that I want. Like you have that, like, you look like you've been, yeah, yeah, that, that line. That, that yeah, line. I mean, I feel like, yeah, I guess that, yeah, that comes with the territory, you know, training and working out all the time. <laughs> I uh, don't know what it's like to not have it now that I have it. It's like, a, I'm so used to seeing it. <laughs> a, little, a little intimidating, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, people ask you if you're a bodybuilder a lot? If I'm a CrossFit. Cross, oh God, oh God. That do, do people like annoying CrossFit guys with like man buns come up to you and be like, hey, you, we do CrossFit <laughs> together. And then you have to be like, no, I don't. I'm a, I'm a fighter. You fucking poser. <laughs> no, I haven't had that. Just, you know, I've just had some people that are like, you know, oh, you look like you're, you definitely do something. Are you in CrossFit? You know, and that's always the first thing that people ask. So that's, so <laughs> that's got to be terrible. That's like the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no, I don't do that. I don't do CrossFit. I don't I actually fuck people up. I don't like to like, injure myself like that you know you're doing a whole throwing around a whole bunch of heavy weight like for for a matter of 60 seconds and getting it for time and i don't know i don't like to do that i like to i like to get through the motion and do it correctly now i looked at your ranking you're ranked number 11 which i think is bullshit because, <laughs> because some of your fights like even the roxanne fight but the lauren murphy fight which is a split decision you lost but 12 out of 12 scored for you which in yeah. MMA media and your fight against Jojo also split decision. If you would have, if you would have gotten those three fights, you would have won 11 in a row and your last loss would have been 2016. So yeah, that that's been nice. That ranking is bullshit. Well, you know, it happens. And I, I, I get, I just am like to the point where I don't even want to look at the rankings. I don't care where I'm ranked. Um, you know, it doesn't really, it, it, it's not, it doesn't really, like, yeah, I'm, I'm ranked 11, but I know I'm much better than that, you know? I know I'm much better than that. And I know that in my last fights, you know, I've been close, except for the Roxanne fight, that one, that one, you know, I give that one all, you know, all to her. She showed up, she was, she was ready to fight, I showed up, and I half-assed it. And that's what my fights look like when I half-ass it, and that's what it looked like. It looked like crap. <laughs> He's very awkward. I've she, I, I trained with her before. She's awkward as hell. Did she that, is. Did that throw you off a little bit? Um, maybe a little bit, but I think, you know, because we had fought once before, and that yeah. one was way more exciting fight than this this second one that we've had together. Um, I, maybe her awkwardness is is has a little bit to do with it, but I think for me mostly it was just not having an audience in the crowd. I think it just seemed it just felt so weird to me, like. I don't know. Like, I, there was no energy. I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was really about to fight. You know, I don't know. And well, of all promotions, it didn't feel like I was fighting for the UFC, you know? <laughs> that makes sense. I don't even, I mean, doing comedy for no crowd is the worst. It's like, oh, like, yeah, man. I couldn't imagine. <laughs> like, I did one that went so bad, the audience, and you did the comic. It was fucking horrendous. It was like awful. So I could only imagine fighting. And also, you seem like the kind of girl that like likes attention, and not in a bad way. But, yeah, you know, you wear a cowboy hat and boots, and you just like you just like the, you you know, you wear the midriff. You know, you're not one of you 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 thrive off the. Anyway, all right, you don't some Well, I do. 
I, like, especially whenever it comes to fighting, because I just love the fans. I love the energy, you know, and I love to like, you know, I, I love to dap my fans up whenever I'm walking to the ring, you know, and I, I like to wave to the crowd. I don't like to just be like focused on getting to the cage. Like I like to enjoy the moment and be in the moment, you know, and, and the fans help me be a part of that moment. You know, they make it memorable. And so, you know, I, I like to, I like to feed off of that. And I think it helps a lot. Even the, the booze, you know, like, I mean, being booed, you know, I mean, I feed off the booze, you know, it's like, oh, okay. So y'all are here for the other girl. Well, I'm going to disappoint you guys. You know, I'm going to be leaving here sad. <laughs> my, my first wrestling match, like big wrestling match when I was in the finals at high school, I got booed by the crowd and it felt so good. It felt like they like respected you enough to boo you. Right. <laughs> like boo. Like if they, if, they didn't think you, if they didn't think you were a threat, they wouldn't boo you, you know? Yeah. Maybe, and and they don't, and you know, I mean, sometimes you're just not their favorite, and it happens. So, yeah. Well, your last fight against Shevchenko was insane, and you showed off your jujitsu, which is crazy because, I mean, we'll get to this, but you were like a boxing amateur Golden Glove champion three times, twice. You were a world kickboxing champion, Muay Thai champion. You're not known for grappling, and your grappling looked insane. Well, I do have I do have a lot of I guess some grappling accolades. I mean, I don't I haven't been to like um, you know the IBJJF or anything like that, Pan Am's type stuff. But you know, I have done competitions, you know, to prepare me for my my fights in for MMA. So I never really focused. I mean, I do focus on jujitsu, but like going to those big competitions were not really a main focus to me. I did a lot of the nagas. I did a lot of fight to wins. I did fight to win pro, uh, and I think those helped me out tremendously. Well, your triangle to an arm bar, were you worried you were going to break your arm? Man, I was worried that if if we went into the second round and I didn't break your arm, <laughs> I might be in some trouble because my legs, were, uh, my oh, legs really? were really tired. Yeah, You're so selfish. You are, you're a selfish woman. You, the, the girl's arm was broke. You're about your legs. You're, they'd be a little, <laughs> what kind of bullshit no, is that? I wasn't, I wasn't necessarily trying to break her arm, but I was, but if she didn't tap, of course that's what's going to happen. Cause I'm not going to quit until the ref pulls me off of her, yeah. of her, you know? Um, so I'm glad she tapped when she did. I wouldn't want her to be injured like that. You know, I've seen some pretty nasty breaks here lately and Ugh, it's like cringy, you know, so I, I would hate to do that to somebody, but if I had to, I would. And she's a Shevchenko. Mm -hmm. Do you go around telling everyone you beat Shevchenko? No, no. Oh, well, you should. You don't have to tell Well, them. I mean, it's not, uh, you know, the first thing they're going to ask, oh, Shevchenko, you mean Valentina? Uh, and then they're like, oh, she has a sister? All right, good point, good point. I don't know. I, I hear you. I hear you. Well, I'm happy you won because if I were you, I'd be sick of losing these decisions and going to the judges. I think because you're hot and guys are like, oh, that's the girl that didn't bang me in high school and never talked to me. So they give it to the other girl. I honestly <laughs> think that like, and, and I think also you're too cut up. It looks like you should be winning every time. So I think the other girl, it's like, there's a lot of guys that like look kind of doughy in MMA and like a Sam Alvey or something. And they always get the close ones because everyone thinks like, Subconsciously, so that guy shouldn't be winning. Yeah. And then they, the, the guy, the rip guy should be winning. So they give it the close ones. I think that kind of happened to you. I don't know. I think, 
<sighs> you mean like maybe like against Lauren Murphy? I think for, for that fight, I mean, it was a close fight. You know, I mean, we were both going at it. Um, but, I mean, I think that being like her fighting out of Houston, Texas definitely helped her a lot more on the scorecards. So, yeah, I look at it like, okay, so if I fought Lauren Murphy, if, if I had the same fight with Lauren Murphy in Abu Dhabi, I would have won, like, I would have won that fight, you know, but if I had a fought like that same fight that I had with like Jojo, cause I took Jojo down a couple of times, just like, uh, just like, you know, she didn't take me down any, I took, I took, I took Jojo down a couple of times in the first, and I think the second round, um, and, in uh, in Houston, you know, Lauren Murphy took me a couple of times, but I popped back up. Like I didn't give her a chance to do anything with it. But like, had I had had the judges been reversed, you know, I think that I probably would have won both fights. Like, had I had that fight in Abu Dhabi, because like my fight with JoJo was was more, I guess, grappling heavy more so than it was striking. You know, my fight with Lauren was more striking. Got it. I don't uh, know. I'm not having a love Lauren. She's a good friend of mine, and I haven't seen her in a while. And you're 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 both really good people, uh, which which is nice. Um, but yeah, I'm yeah, she her. is. I believe your accolades. 2014, you were the world classic amateur featherweight Muay Thai champion. 2014, you were the open lightweight Muay Thai champion. You were the WKA amateur North American kickboxing champion. You were W, I mean, you won that again. You were the International Kickboxing Federation. Like, what got you into kickboxing and Muay Thai? Well, you know, my coach, who was also my husband at the time, he did a lot of strike, like a lot of kickboxing tournaments. And, you know, he had some, some belts. And not only that, I just really wanted to uh, sharpen my skills in those areas, you know, so that I would be better at MMA. Um, but, you know, uh, you know, I felt like because I wasn't getting as, as many MMA fights, I needed to venture out and get fighting somewhere, you know? So whether it was MMA or kickboxing or Muay Thai or just boxing, like at least I was competing and I was preparing myself for the bigger stage. Right, 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 right. Well, I mean, it was, uh, I mean, you're fucking, you're good. You're really good. You do those crazy also reverse kicks and wheel kicks and spin kicks. and. I have. Yes, I have. You know, I've kind of gotten away from those, but I've been actually working on them a lot more lately. So, just, just don't like there's a out. setup off the spinning back fist that I really like with the uh, spinning heel kick. Just don't fall in love with it too much. Like that one girl, that girl who's like the Instagram model, who's like, always shows her ass in, in Bellator. And her coach was like, stop going for spinning shit. You're fucking losing the fight. You're ground Oh, yeah. Out. And then she just kept going for it anyway. She's like, fuck it. Yeah. No, well, that's why I haven't, you know, I mean, I haven't really thrown any of those in a fight so much. I had to spin back fist, you know, and I've gotten caught a couple of times on those. They land sometimes, and then sometimes you're not so lucky. Now, I was very worried about you. I've got to say your ex-boyfriend, who, who we had on the show before. when you, We had you and Rachel Ostevis do a press conference. And then oh, yeah. at the time, your, your boyfriends got into it with each other. And now, and then now that they're both in jail, um, which is also crazy. Um, he was on the run for a while. The whole MMA community was looking for him. Did they ever find him? <laughs> the whole MMA community. <laughs> it's like a, <laughs> the MMA community uh, became bounty hunters. <laughs> Everyone became a bounty hunter. Uh, I remember the, uh, what your name came on the podcast at the time. Uh, Andy. Andy, and said the guy was a psychopath, and she fled your house at the morning because. She heard you were, he was beating you up in the bathroom and burning you with cigarettes. And it, it was like a fucking Lifetime movie. I didn't even want to like 
I, I didn't even know where to go because if I make a joke, I get canceled. You know, I don't want to make jokes. I was worried about you. Did they find this guy? Is he still, is he going to come here? Like, what's going on? No, we've, we've, we are not, we don't speak, but we have, we, we are officially divorced, you know, we are settled with our custody, you know, we are, you know, he sees Ainsley and I see Ainsley and we just don't communicate with each other. Um, but yeah, he did, he did go to jail, but then he got out, you know, and it didn't, he wasn't in jail that long and, you know, he's had some court issues in court, you know, so, so he still has to do his court stuff. But other than that, you know, it wasn't, um, it ended up not being as like a life sentence or anything like that. <laughs> well, he got off easy. Cause if, if, if what he, if he was beating you up and burning you with cigarettes, he, she, she, he, he didn't he, burn me with cigarettes. That was like Andy, Andy heard me say, stop. You're going to burn me. You know what I mean? And I said that like, cause he, it was just an incident. I mean, like he got it like really close to my skin and I was like, stop, you're going to burn me. Um, so Andy thought that he did burn me. And then that story just kind of like, he became, he's putting cigarette. What kind of a train fighter approached you with a cigarette? Like, I mean, so he has a, and why wouldn't you just karate chop it out of his hand or something? Like what? the fuck happened like why does he have a cigarette like he's just well like, it was a joint <laughs> no, he has a joint and he's and he's coming towards you with the joint and he's like i'm gonna burn you with it no Can it was blow it out we were we were having a, an argument we we were having some issues obviously and you know we were talking kind of talking um i don't know it's it's it was just one of those, he was just taunting me, just trying to piss me off. Oh, you're in a fight, he's got a thing, and he's being a dick. Uh, it was just a dick move, yeah. I mean. Like, fucking get that thing out of my face. And he, and he sees that you're getting mad about it, so he's doing it more. Andy hears No, it. he only did, he only flashed it at me like twice, and then, and then stopped. Andy hears this and runs for the hills? No, Andy didn't, Andy didn't. No, she didn't like run out of the house like that. She, I, by the end of the night, by the time, I was the one that ran out of the house. You ran out of the and house. And then Andy came to look for me. And then while she was looking for me, that's when she called the cops. And then the cops got involved. So. And then, okay. But the guy did hit you or punch you or something, right? Or kick you or something. Like some shit went down. Yeah, there was some shit that went down. I mean, I don't necessarily want to, like, go into... You know where we live it? I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. <laughs> well, I'm happy you're okay now, okay? You're okay now. You're doing well. I just think there were a lot of questions uh, went on. You know, the guy about about his, you know... Okay, so now... But now you have a new Yeah, there was, there was a lot. I mean, I guess, I, you know, because I don't want to necessarily just, like... I would say the, you know, the thing about the cigarette was the lie, but there was some, there, a, lot of, a lot of the other stuff was true. Um, some things were a bit exaggerated, you know, but. Uh, it was a toxic you know. relationship. Toxic relationship. Yeah. And it was hard because he was your trainer and he got you to where you were, helped get you. And you probably mm -hmm. felt some type of loyalty to that. Um, oh, yeah. And you don't want to lose that. At the same time, he's like, and you know, if you were, I would have, if you were. He's also the father of my child. And, you know, there's, there's that. And okay. his family's very closely involved. So, I mean, so you know, there was just a lot yeah. that kind of was tangled up. A lot that's tangled up. And then you did. It was a lot. It was hard to walk away, you know, because of everything. But you did. You walked away. <laughs> you, you, yeah. You got it landed on just like a lifetime movie. You're on your feet. 
you, you, you fought, you won, uh, you're still in the UFC. You got, you got full custody or partial custody or? We, we agreed uh, to 50-50. All right. So we gone with that. That's probably good for the kid. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, sort of, I guess. she loves her daddy. So she, okay, all right, okay, so he's a good dad. Um, uh, and now you're dating another fighter now, right? Dating, yeah, Tony Kelly. Tony, I like Tony Kelly. Uh, was, he, was, he was on that MTV show. Oh, wow, yeah. You, <laughs> he's always like, ugh. He was on the MTV show. I had him on the show before. Nice guy. He treats you well. It must have been mm-hmm. breath of fresh air because when you're in that toxic shit and now you're dating a, a young stud, uh, like boy band member kind of guy. Oh, yeah. my God. You guys got a boy band member. Yeah, he would have been a drummer. He actually was, he, he wasn't a band uh, when he was in, when he was, I guess, a teenager, early 20s. He's got a 12 pack, you know, like, and you're like, <laughs> this, like MILF, single MILF. Who's MILF? Kind of, you know, <laughs> you're coming out of a, you're coming out of a bad relationship and you're like, and you're like, this like beautiful bird that's been wounded. And then Tony, how does Tony like approach you? Does he say, listen, like, I don't smoke, I won't burn you with joints. Like, like how does he, how do you trust him? Because I know it's hard to go back to a guy after all this shit's been done. I, are you, I mean, were you thinking about becoming a lesbian? Were you done with men for a while? Or, or, uh... No, but I was done with being in a relationship. I don't want to be in any relationship. I just, um, you know, thought that being single and just finding myself again and just learning how to be on my own was probably the smartest thing for me to do. Tony and I, we go back, you know, we actually uh, kind of started training together. You know, he was part of Karate Mafia and trained under Don as well there for a little bit. But after the show aired, the MTV caged and everything, um, he moved to the West Coast and was in California and Arizona and Thailand and all of that. So we reconnected when I fought in Phoenix. He, he messaged me and was wanting to hang out and stuff whenever we were there. And I gave him a ticket, got him to put, you know, he came to the fights and stuff. And so that's kind of like when we, we reconnected okay. and then everything just kind of went from there. Now, was he, um, now, you at first you were like, I'm done with fighters, done with people. I want to date a banker or, or you were like, fuck it. I like bad boys. Tony Kelly's. A no, I was kid. definitely done. I was in my mind. I was like, man, I definitely don't want to like date another fighter. And I certainly didn't want to have someone else who was like, coaching me and, and telling me how to train and live my life and just, you know, be all bossy. And, you know, I didn't want to do any of that again. Um, so and like when Tony and I first started dating, I, I was really very standoffish, you know, I was like, I don't want to really be serious. I don't really want us training together. I don't want you coaching me. I don't want you in my corner. I don't want you. I don't want any of that. <laughs> you were like, listen, and, you're a fuck boy to me. I'm just going to bang you and then you could leave. Mm, like, I'll no, make- I, I like that. I like the companionship. I liked our, you know, cause we were friends too. I liked what we had. I just didn't want to mix. I, I wanted to actually have a boyfriend. I oh, didn't want to have a boyfriend. business partner. You're like, I'm not giving up the pussy unless you're in, in it for the, for the long haul. Right. No, that- no, 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 no. I'm not trying. No, I'm just saying like, if I was going to be in a relationship, I wanted, I wanted it to be more, a real, I wanted it to be a relationship because I was so used to having a business type relationship. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? It was always about yeah, separate from all this. You just yeah, it was always life. about fighting, and and so I was like, it, it it feels nice to have something that's like separate. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I know exactly. But it, it's kind of hard, you know, when he's also a fighter. I mean, that's his life. So it just was 
it was just really hard to well, like, I heard stories about you that like you went for like the worst guys. Even at, I, I heard that you went, for, we're not gonna talk about it, but I, I heard that you went for guys that were just like, I'm like, no. So I'm um, so, so when I heard that, like, <laughs> so yeah, I, let's not ever talk about it. We're not gonna but talk yeah. about that. So, so when I heard that you're with Tony Kelly, I, I like it. He's a, he's that, a, whatever you're talking about was not, I don't, Okay, never well, happened. Oh, that never happened. <laughs> so so never when I heard, happened. so when I heard that you were Tony Kelly, I was super happy because I'm like, oh, this is a gentleman. He's a he's a professional. Um, now, does he have kids of his own? No. Oh, okay. And now, how? Because there's a lot of guys who listen to the podcast that they like girls with kids. How long did you wait to introduce you to your daughter? Was it like? Um, I tried to I I tried to keep them apart for. A, a little while. I mean, she ended up, but it's like he, he had already met her whenever she was a little bitty. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. uh, not that yeah. she would have remembered him, but he had already met her when she was, she was like a toddler. But, um, yeah, I would say it was, it was a little bit before I ever even let her know that I was in a relationship and, uh, you know, so she likes him. She likes him. Yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, as much as like a, you know, not, I mean, of course she's kind of like, she, she's, she's like, you know, not trying to have anybody replace her dad. And I'm not trying to have anybody replace her dad either, but, but he, you know, as far as stepdad, he's a cool, fun guy that like, fun guy. Yeah. I wouldn't go as far as, yeah. That other now, dad. um, now does your ex want to fight him or, or no, I don't have, I don't, uh, as in Donnie? No, I don't think no. so. Oh, good. Because he's like, hey, man, you're, you're messing up the wrong tree or something. Because I think Tony would fuck him up. I don't, I don't really know Donnie, mm. but, but I, think, I think Tony would. Uh, no, no. Donnie and I, we both have separate lives now. And, you know, he, he uh, had moved on, you know, and started another relationship, too. So, I mean, we don't, you know, he doesn't, I haven't heard anything anyway. So, he, he keeps to himself. Is he dating Ashley Evan Smith or something or anyone that like we know like is it like a weird no <laughs> no all right good. That's, that's good I like Ashley no. I, I don't know I know she goes for rough guys too so I thought maybe all right so <laughs> so good so I like it now do we have another fight set anytime soon no I don't have anything set up just yet I think they're booked up until August and so I guess the only thing that I would be able to get would be a short notice fight oh, no. and <clears throat> I don't really like short notice fights but. I'll just try to stay ready. So who do you think wins in bare knuckle boxing between Paige Van Zant and Rachel Ostrovich? Because they're fighting. Man, that's that's a tough one. I mean it's it's tough because I mean I, I haven't I haven't got to train with Paige, but Paige did good in her last fight, you know, for bare knuckle boxing. I thought she did much better than any was anyone was gonna give her credit for, you know what I mean? <clears throat> and Rachel, I think Rachel hits really hard. She has good boxing. I've trained with her i've sparred with her you know her boxing is really good but just it's hard to say because i mean bare knuckle boxing is just a different yeah, it's different yeah, yeah of course it's different entirely so i mean uh i think that both of them i, I, I either one of them could win i mean I, I think it's just who's gonna be the toughest now do you watch every fight no oh okay so we're not gonna go over it uh who wins poria or, or uh, mcgregor too I'm a Gregor Three. Mm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say Poirier. Because he's from New Orleans. You guys are friends, and Louisiana. 
Well, I had Poirier last time, and look what he did. Okay. All right. That's good. All right. I like it. I like it. You're, you're a loyal a loyal to the soil kind of girl. I, I, I like him, too. I really hope he wins. I really, of course, I hope he wins. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of both of them. I'm a big fan of Conor McGregor. But, I mean, he's going against Poirier. So, you know, I got Poirier. Of course, you know, I mean, I don't know what the rest of the world's thinking. I think it's going to be a great fight, though, no matter what. I think someone's getting knocked out. I agree. I agree. Uh, does, now, Juliana Pena versus Amanda Nunez. Is there an upset happening? What do you think? Mm, I, I got Nunez on that one. A lot of people do. I'm rooting for Pena, though. I like Pena. She's like you. I like the underdogs, of course, you know, but I definitely think, I don't know, Nuna, she's just been unstoppable. Yeah, that's the truth. Uh, Gilbert Burns, Stephen Thompson. Ooh, man, I'm going to have to go with Wonder Boy. Why? Man, I love Wonder Boy. <laughs> so I just, I'm just going with Wonder Boy because I love Wonder Boy. It's great. Yeah, I like, I like his style and his personality. Okay. All right. That makes it. All right. Tonight's fight. Uh, does Cindy Danzwa have a chance against Kayla Harrison in the PFL? Man. Um, no, unfortunately. Man, that's a tough one for Cindy. I didn't, I didn't realize Cindy was fighting Kayla Harrison. Tonight. Yes. So, yeah. So I didn't know that. Fans. Now, a lot of girls, you know, get OnlyFans. Have people approached you about it? You're not going to do it, are you? I have had some people ask me about some OnlyFans, but... I haven't, no, I don't think I'm going to, but there are some girls making like a killing. I know, I know, but you have a daughter and you're in a nice relationship and yeah. you don't need to be showing your tits or your twat. I don't think you have to show all of it. From what I'm hearing, a lot of girls, because there's been some people that have signed up for OnlyFans just to see what some of these fighters are posting. And a lot of them are just posting like just normal shit, just training videos. Yeah, that's uh, where it all starts, right? But then all of a sudden... They, somebody goes, hey, I'll give you a thousand bucks for an ass shot. And then you go, well, I post my ass anyway on Instagram. Who cares, right? And then all of a sudden goes, I'll give you $1,500 for a boob. And you're like, oh, what's wrong with the boob? This one nah, goes, see, I would never go that so far. I just can't do that. The, the clippers. So, you know, you don't need to be doing that. Uh, I, you had enough drama in your life. Um, I think you need to settle down a little bit. Uh, but I could tell you, <laughs> like I'm some sort of a wild child or something. A little bit, a little bit. Uh, what? Were you uh, now? What, what? What do your parents do? Um. Well, it's hard to say. My dad, you know, he's always worked for the union. So I mean, he's always been working in all different types of states and stuff, pipe fitting that that type of stuff. My mom, she worked for the Cass County Sheriff's Office for a long time, and then she had to settle down and help take care of my grandparents. So she kind of became like a, you know, a keeper of sorts. Are they still together? No. Oh, okay. Are you closer to either of them? Yes, I am. I am. Oh, good. Good. I'm close. I'm close to my dad. I'm close to my mom. Uh, I don't get to see my dad often, but he's like one of my biggest fans. I will say that. Why did you get into karate at a young age? Well, I didn't get into it at a young age. I actually started around 20. Wow. Yeah. What did you do before that? Any sports? I played sports. You know, I had, some, I had, I loved, you know, sports in high school. I did volleyball. I did some track. Um, I wasn't like a runner in track. I was more of like, I just did that just so that I could play volleyball. So I did like shock put and discus and I sucked. Um, <laughs> I did uh, powerlifting as well. Uh, it was something that our school uh, adapt adopted and, you know, I thought I'd try it out and 
I did all right, but I didn't really, but it's not like I became all beefy or anything like that. I just did it because I wanted to work out with weights. And you were 20 years old and you walk into a, 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 a Muay Thai gym and you were like, I love this. Like, why do you start that? Well, I, as a kid, I wanted to do, uh, I wanted to do martial arts. I wanted to take karate. I wanted to do something, you know, of course, all of us who are into martial arts, we've like watched some sort of Dragon Ball Z or, you know, we watched uh, Jackie Chan and Jet Li, any type of like action movies, you know, that kind of like struck a, an interest and it did for me. I mean, I always wanted to, to learn how to, to fight and do stuff like that. Cause I always thought it was, it looked really cool. Um, so when I moved to Shreveport after I graduated, I saw boxing and kickboxing advertisement, you know, like I never saw that in Atlanta. I was like, Oh wow, that's offered here. That's so cool. Like I'm going to find a gym. And so that's what I did. I ended up finding a gym and, um, doing MMA was what I initially wanted to do, but Donnie wanted to kind of ease me into it with boxing. And he was your first instructor there. Mm -hmm. Oh no. So you walk in, he's just like, who's this hottie? And then you're like, Oh, this guy lead me. And then he like worms his way into you. And I mean, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) No. Okay. So he really didn't think I was going to last. I mean, like, to him, it was like, oh, this nerdy little girl, because I, I wore pigtails, and I had these glasses, and I, I have had PRK since, but I was legally blind, so my glasses, they were pretty much, they were really thick, <laughs> bifocals, basically, um, and he said that I wore culottes, which were really just like yoga pants, but they were kind of like, I don't know, I don't even know what a culotte is, but he said I wore culottes, whatever the heck that is. Can you tell me what culottes are? I don't know what that is. Is that English? I don't know what the fuck a culotte is. I don't know what culottes are either, but he said that I was wearing culottes. I'm like, whatever. Anyway, so he thought that I was not going to be, like, he didn't think I was going to make it. But then when he saw me training and stuff and hitting the bag and hitting pads, he saw that I had kind of a natural, like, like, draw to it. I don't know. He just, you know, he felt like I had something. So. Are you and Tony living together now? We are. Wow. Is he there? He is. Tell him I said, say hi. Oh, where is he? Let <laughs> me go find him. I don't know. He's got the museum. He's dressed. He's probably fixing his hair. We got some MMA fights, some local MMA fights we're going to today. Oh, here he is. He's fixing his hair? What a yeah. Fucking, what a weirdo. Look at his hair. Ain't it nice? What's up, Tony? What's up, bro? How are you, man? Hey, I'm doing all right. How are you? We were just talking about you. How... How, you know, how nice you were, how a gentleman, I was so happy she's with you, how you saw her, you were like this, like, she was like this hot fighting milk, and, uh, and now here you are. This is like a, look, you're spanking my ass. This is good, man. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy for you. I, I, I was very worried about her, but I think this is yeah. good. Right so, now she's good. good. She's good. She has her hands full, though. I do have my hands full. Yeah, yeah, your hands, yeah, but so do you, it's good. You guys are good yeah. together, and like, I like this. This is like a, a whole new start for her. She, she's had, she had, she had a rough go, but now here you are, the young, it's like, it's like a porno. You know, like, you're like the trainer, and, and, and then you came over, and, and then. I'm the plumber. I'm the plumber. I'm the plumber. Now, now she's saying, she's saying she didn't put out, she's saying she didn't put out for a couple dates. And that, and that you were like, she's like, you have to be my boyfriend before she puts out. Is this true? All right, you're frozen. Uh, I don't know what happened. 
I guess that's hello. Yeah, man. She's yeah. Long as time. <laughs> I had to do dinner, flowers, the whole nine yards. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know how to react when he brought me flowers. Wow, wow. That's that's amazing. Good. Uh, good. I, I'm happy because I, I thought that it would be the opposite that she'd be like this like horny, lonely woman, and that you'd come over for just fuckboy sessions. So I I, I I I like it. I like the fact that she was like, no, this is. I got some valuable goods here, and you got to work for that it. After the second dinner, that was after the second dinner. I, I found out, you know. Second dinner. Second dinner. <laughs> oh, good. Well, listen. Well, I'm happy for you too. Uh, this interview's rated R. You got a fight coming up, right, Tony? July twenty fourth. July twenty fourth. Now, is there no sex for the fight? Because it's gonna be very hard to have her around, I'm sure. Uh, I mean, for a short period of time. <laughs> good, good, good. Women weak in legs. Thank you, thank you, Andrea. Thank you, Tony. Uh, Thanks, Adam. Have a great time at the MMA place. Whatever you guys do. All right. It's good seeing you. Good talking to you. Uh, I'll, I'll see you next time I'm, I'm uh, in Vegas or Texas or whatever. Or... Okay. Hey, we'll be in Vegas next week. Well, oh, uh, for fight weekend? For the McGregor fight? No, for training. Are you going to be there July 5th to the 9th? We're gonna be. We leave on the fourth. Ah, uh, you leave. You leave Vegas. You leave Vegas in the fourth. Yes. Um, just gonna be fourth. Fuck. Uh, we'll have a great time. All righty. If you have any shows, hit me up. Let me know. It's great seeing you smile. I'm, I'm very it's happy. Good. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Talk to you later, Adam.